this is Story Quest. Today's story is The Horse and the Snake. Stand by. This story is a time machine because it hasn't yet begun. Why? Well, it starts in the future, a long time from now. 500,000 years from now. Soraya is a girl who doesn't always do what she is told. She has a little map with a root on it, which seems to show the way to Earth. She hasn't ever been to Earth, but perhaps there might now finally be a way. Other little maps are scattered around her. The failed attempts, the mistakes. One map charts a route to a very unpleasant nebula, filled with fumes spewing sulphur and storms. These maps are her mother's work, and she must now hurry away because she is not meant to be in this room. She had heard her mother excitedly whispering to her father that she believed she had made an amazing discovery and could not resist sneaking in to see. Voices outside, cleaners on their rounds. Boldly, she grabs a handful of the interesting maps and thrusts them into her pockets to read in secret. You might be thinking that if Soraya is looking at maps that show the way to Earth, then she must be somewhere else in the universe. And you would be right. She's on an enormous spacecraft at the far side of a galaxy. Not Earth's galaxy, Andromeda, but a different galaxy, much farther away. So, what of Earth? I can tell you that at this time, many years in the future, Earth has become a beautiful garden. Lush rainforests blanket the continents and rolling mountains covered in bracken and moss shield impossibly green valleys. Animals of the kinds we know, and many kinds that we don't, roam freely across its surface under clear blue skies. It sounds like a very nice place to be, doesn't it? You might wonder about the human beings. Well, the human beings have gone. Many years before, when the planet had become crowded and dirty, they travelled away from Earth in gigantic ships, such as Soraya's, which took to the skies and carried them away to explore the galaxies. And in the centuries and millennia that followed, the Earth began to heal itself. Over time, the spaceships grew, until they too were the size of planets, and many of the people inside soon forgot what it was like to live on Earth. The spaceships were very nice places to live, with vast lagoons in which to swim, grassy areas cultivated to be pleasant to relax, and places to learn, with vast libraries brimming with billions of books. Soraya lived on such a ship. She glowed to think that the maps she might have seen in secret meant she might yet return to Earth, the Earth they had read about in the history books. Without human beings, it might have had the chance to get better. She was desperate to take a closer look at the maps, but there was excitement on the viewing deck. Something big was about to occur. Her home was a ship called The Horse, named after a creature on Earth. The inhabitants of this ship liked to read old books about the distant Earth and how it had been and why humans had to leave. The population of The Horse knew that it was important to look after the places we live and to learn from the past. Humans had not looked after Earth. Her shipmates vowed that they would do better. The different ships rarely crossed paths because of the size of the universe, but right now, a ship was detected in close proximity to the horse, and they would pass each other at any time. A chill of excitement rippled across the decks. Oh, I think it'll be the snake, said Danuta. My grandfather said he saw the snake. It travelled so fast, glowing from the inside and with lights all over and shooting fireworks as it went just to entertain us. It was like a shooting star. 
Soraya wondered what was the point of flashing lights and fireworks. Wouldn't it be better to use the power they had to fuel the generators to keep their crops watered? I hope it's the blue whale, said Soraya. They play the most beautiful music as they passed. At least that's what I read. And no one has seen that craft in over 3,000 years. Imagine if we saw it ourselves. The children liked to think about what life was like on those other ships and wondered if they'd ever get to meet their fellow castaways. Most likely it's the tiger. It said they follow us wherever we go and... Then a noise. The children on the viewing platform stopped their discussions as a low rumble under their feet spread up and through the walls. Soraya's hand on the glass began to tremble. Something was coming. It must be enormous. They gathered eagerly to see. It's the snake, whispered Ethan. There was no mistaking the long flex of the fuselage. But this was not the snake they had read about. Only a few dim lights blinked on the vast craft. It sluggishly inched its way past, a thick fog of fumes trailing in its wake. A hailing siren pierced through the low rumble. Why is it moving so slowly? Danuta whispered. My grandfather said it moved through the stars like a whip. The siren blasted again and a voice boomed through the decks of the horse. So loud it hurt their ears. It said, We know of your plans. You have the map to Earth. Give it to us. The crowds buzzed, shocked. There was a map? The map was not known to anyone but Soraya and her mother. They must have spies, Soraya thought. The child has the map said the terrible voice and then Soraya found herself immersed in a beam of light her friends cowered back and although her mother tried to push forward she was repelled by an invisible force her mother shouted angrily into the beam you have wasted your resources it's because of people like you that we had to leave earth in the first place we will use what power we have remaining to destroy you if you do not give us the map the child has it she must her mother gasped Soraya, you took the map? Where is it? Soraya trembled, shaking. She found that her hand was being moved by some invisible force towards her pocket. She resisted as hard as she could, but it compelled her to take what was inside her fist. Her heart raced. Slowly, uncurling her fingers, a small map was exposed. She looked at her mother, so sorry. But her mother was not angry, or any anger she had was directed at the snake. Leave her alone, she cried. And then the beam of light flashed more brightly. The room was illuminated and the map disappeared. A satisfied laugh came from the snake as the enormous craft began to move away, slowly ebbing into the darkness. Soraya's mother rushed to her side and hugged her tightly. At least we are safe. Don't worry, you are safe. Soraya hugged her mother. Exhaling, she began to smile. They won't get to Earth, Mother. See? From her other pocket, she retrieved a different map. The right map. The one which would take them safely back to Earth. You gave them... Soraya put her fingers to her lips. Who knew if there were still spies? And then she smiled as her mother began to laugh. Soraya had taken more than one map to read in secret. The one she had given to the snake was the one that would take them anywhere but Earth. We have the map! We still have the map! Cheers rang out along the decks of the horse, and the celebrations and excited babble of the crowd continued into the night. The snake ponderously began to inch its way to a far corner of a particularly unpleasant nebula. The horse would return to Earth long before they had realised their mistake. 
and as the snake crawled further from Earth forever, Soraya and her family would, in time, explore the rainforests and climb the moss-covered bracken slopes of the mountains, enclosing those impossibly green valleys, all under a brilliant bright blue sky. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.